Welcome back to the Coach Thyself podcast. On this episode, let's all wish a huge congratulations to Coach Demo and his wife on the birth of their new baby girl, Destiny Blue Rain Moore. Yeah, man, bless up. Yeah, Coach, talk to me about that. Three, three kids now, lots of new opportunities and responsibilities going on. Um, what's that been like? Yeah, Max, I'm on trace. First of all, thanks for asking. It's it's back to that, you know, after the first and the second, there's more of a gap between our second and third. So you have a little more time to get accustomed to your new life after kids, not thinking you're going to have another one and you're back to those specific traumatizing things that you had to do as a parent. But at the same time, it's a blessing. You know, we're so grateful. There's a lot of gratitude. But it's the little responsibilities for me, Max. It's the washing bottles. <laughs> it's the changing diapers. You know, yeah. it's not. It's those little ones that weigh so much more than having a kid. You know, the waking up every two hours. Right. You know, it's part of the process, and you got to learn to love it, and um, and make sure that you're on point with those responsibilities. Do you find that it's less scary than you know have like the you know the first kid like you've been I, through it before it's absolutely less scary you know we um depending on what kind of pre um pregnancy you had but process wise it is less scary you're the most prepared you've ever been not one not two but our third so we feel more than prepared there's always going to be things you run into with each kid that you that hasn't happened but we feel very prepared to answer your question yeah and that's um, a bit about the topic today, which is which is responsibility, right? The more you take on, the more comfortable you get with those responsibilities, and then you can take on more. Because, you know, having a new kid, huge responsibility. But that doesn't mean the responsibilities to your other children just disappear, right? Your bandwidth grows. Right. They say... They say, oh, you're, you're playing man now. You know, we used to be able to play zone, but now you're playing man and man, you're outnumbered, which they're right. So now more than ever, my wife and I's teamwork and communication has to be at, at an elite level in order for this, um, for our family's bus to continue to, to continue to ride smoothly, you know? So we're, our teamwork now is I'll be here, she'll be there. When I'm at work, she's at home with the baby. Our kids just went back to school. You know, it'd been harder if they're home, but at the same time, it's like, dang, we're scared that we have to send them back. But so they're in school for that period of time. And we just kind of cycle that system through with um, specific responsibilities and who's going to do what per day. And we communicate that the night before. And not only because you bring up something interesting, it's not only the responsibility you have to each kid, but it's the responsibility you have to each other in your marriage, too, in that sense of um, communicating and, and making sure you are taking on these problems or not problems, but challenges together. Yeah, it's kind of like I call it parking lot pimping, Max. <laughs> Talking about that. <laughs> you have these you have these parking lots. And in each parking lot is responsibility, right? And each parking lot can be multiple responsibilities, but you, but in each parking lot is a specific person, and you compartmentalize in those compartment in those parking lots. So, for example, self, thyself is in one parking lot, 
It's the main parking lot right here. Then you got my wife who's in that next parking lot on the other side, looking at me the same way. Okay. Then you got each kid individually. Right? Then you got the baby. Then you have your job. <laughs> what is your day to day? Right. Then you have your side hustles. Right. Then you have, your, you know, so it go, the list goes on in how many you take on right now. My list should stop there. Did, does it? No, but I'm work. But now during this time, a big change I had to make was cutting my parking lots down. I was, I was going to say <laughs> sometimes yes. that parking lot gets crowded. You ever yes. play, you ever play that game? I think it was called a rush hour mm -hmm. where you have the little cars and like you kind of set them up. So you have to get the red one out. I remember. Um, yeah. So for anybody listening who has not played the game, it's essentially a, a puzzle game where you have a bunch of different plastic cars kind of set up blocking one car from getting out. And so your job is to move other cars around so that you can eventually get the car that you need out. So this is kind of what we're talking about here. It's kind of like you're playing rush hour with multiple parking lots because uh, sometimes the external world or other responsibilities get much more difficult and we have responsibilities to ourselves that get much more difficult and everything is kind of starts to pile up and you need to kind of push stuff aside and navigate how do you how do you clear it out yeah no it gets crowded and then and then you cannot give more love to one that weighs less because even though you don't put them in order they end up in order from what's most important down um motivated by your values right i value sometimes i value you know i i'm uh i don't like the conflict with my wife right so i'll mm -hmm. avoid thyself to avoid some conflict with my wife and put her first then the kids or my work and then things are scrambled up it's like it's like you go to your car and your car doesn't start because maybe you went on a trip and you didn't turn it on for a while so it's been sitting there not getting the love it needs so then boom when I got them all in order and I'm on point and I have that balance, I'm maximizing my life and my time and I'm at, at peace. What, what are your like daily habits or, you know, how do you kind of ensure you're, you're on that path to peace? Yeah. So the night before of every single day, I go over my schedule to the T from minute to minute from when I wake up until I go to sleep, till the family's asleep. And I go through that every night before every day. And throughout the day, I'm always editing and, you know, making changes to that detailed schedule of the next day or the day after that and the following. You know, I use my notes. I'm a little different. I'm old school, so I like to write everything down. So I don't really use a, a specific calendar. I use my notes and I write every single day down everything going on each day in a long ass list. <laughs> like it's a note. <laughs> it's a long list you'll find in a, uh, a bottle in the ocean. It's one of those. <laughs> the laundry go, list. And I have it for every day just because I need to see that detail. I need to go back to maybe some tendencies that happen or why something happened and track that back in order to tediously perfect my life moving forward. Yeah. How have you felt uh, taking on more and more responsibilities? Yeah, it's been a lot. But I think over the past few years, I've learned to the more I take on, 
you know, the more you feel like you're drowning, you're not able to be great at each one, mm. especially the ones that are most important. They'll eventually allow you to bring on more, you know, and, it, and this was actually a, the best time of year uh, for me to have a baby. So it worked out perfectly. I'm taking a lot of time off. You know, I'm still in the gym but half the time. And then I'm in, I'm home with the baby for the most part of the day until like the morning and evenings I go to work. So I've been kind of working from home, taking care of my wife, taking care of the fam, making sure the kids are getting to and from school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Life changes. Yeah. I'm up, I'm up for the world and I'm still up when the world goes to sleep. I heard the, you know, that quote about like a jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. So it goes, um, Jack of all trades, master of none, but certainly better than a master of one. And uh, a lot of people forget the end of that quote, right? Where uh, life is so much about balance and it's so much about responsibility, um, which is really fragile because when we only have a certain amount of bandwidth for our daily life. Right? There's only 24 hours in a day, eight of which we're generally sleeping. Unless you're Coach Demo and you're getting, what, six hours, four hours? <laughs> I'm getting that. Okay. Who's counting? Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at the schedule. Let's look at that message in the bottle, see how, how much sleep time. Is, sleep is the most important, though. Yeah, absolutely. All, all about sleep. Yeah. You know, I, I get it where I can. Yeah. But we only have a certain amount of bandwidth we can actually allocate to stuff. So inevitably, when we take on more responsibility, our balance will shift because it's so fragile. And so we have to be very conscientious about keeping that in check. But it's not always, um, it's not always easy to do that. And so much of what we kind of discuss on this uh, podcast is about taking the wisdom of sports and applying it to the broader game of life. Hmm. When rookies enter the league, they are given a certain amount of responsibility. And as they progress, they are generally given more. We have to prepare ourselves for game winning moments. Damian Lillard, he didn't come into the, the league as the go-to guy to hit game winners for the Portland Trailblazers. Mm. He create he stepped into that responsibility over time. He worked for that. So so much of of balance and who we become depends on what we allocate our focus to and where we allocate that time. But the 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 deal here is we have to figure out who we want to be. And Coach Demo, I asked you before we even started recording, like, why is responsibility important? Mm -hmm. And uh, what we kind of discussed is it's because of, of purpose. You need to know your why. Responsibility is the habits. It is the stepping stones to eventually achieving your why and your purpose. Mm -hmm. Responsibility is the system. The process, excuse me, responsibility is the process that keeps the process together. It keeps the process consistent. It keeps you, it keeps you moving forward. Once there's no responsibilities, you start falling back. 
in the process. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because that's the that's the anchor that's holding you there. Mm -hmm. The anchor of the process. Emmanuel Acho, he said, uh, you know what being great is? Being consistently good. If you are consistently good, you are considered great. Yes. And that that's a respect comes through responsibility. And as we've kind of discussed before, accountability, following through. With no responsibility, there's there's bigger consequences. Right. Right. With a lack of responsibility, their consequences are mega. Yeah. Yeah, because responsibility is kind of like the, the glue that holds it all together right you need the you need the accountability of either yourself or somebody else to kind of mm -hmm. keep you on on track but if you have nothing if you're not shooting for anything you haven't taken on responsibility to do something what are you being accountable for what are you being accountable to why would someone not be responsible think about it i think it goes back to our last week's episode about fear mm-hmm there's two reasons. I mean, there's two reasons why you would not be responsible. The ultimate reason is fear, and that breaks down into two re two reasons. One reason being you fear that you couldn't get it done, or you fear doing it. Number two. And and part of the fear of doing it is maybe a fear of the responsibility that it entails the magnitude of what that responsibility brings the pressure behind it right and you may not be mentally tough enough or mentally stable enough to take that on have you ever shied away from a responsibility all the time yeah <laughs> and the, and the ones that i know but sometimes pride is hell of a drug now mm. you know Pride is the devil. <laughs> and it got a hold on me. Yeah, man. <laughs> and sometimes I think about it, I'm like, there's there's few ways, right? Some of mine is I'm guilty for not taking on responsibility because I just don't want to do it. <laughs> and I'm selfish. I don't want to do that. Not today. Um, another one is, damn, that's a lot. It's a lot right yep. there. And I don't know if I got enough parking lots for that mm -hmm. too many cars parked <laughs> i'm pimping out here. i ain't yeah. got that space <laughs> and yeah so those are just a couple for me and sometimes because of pride i take it on and then i'm drowning so I, one thing i heard about uh like challenging yourself to accept certain responsibilities was was this you have to ask yourself is it is it a no for me or is it just new? So there is always stuff that we don't want to do in life, right? Like we have an image of who we want to become and not everything, not every opportunity is going to be a step in that direction. So we should be allowed to say no to things. But we have to be aware of when we're saying no and why. Mm -hmm. And are we saying no to something because it's just a no? And it's like, it doesn't align with who we are with our value, or is it new for me? Both of the times we kind of like get kind of 
shriveled up inside and like we get scared, we don't want to do something. So the reaction is very similar. But when it's new, there's a desire to do it, but that's where the fear is. Mm -hmm. But it often feels like I don't want to do it because again, as we talked about last time, fear is afraid of itself. So it doesn't want to see itself. So it makes you think that you don't want to do it. You don't want to face it. Right. Give us an example, Max. What's happening recently? So uh, I'll be I'll be going to graduate graduate school in uh, in September in just about. That's right. You got weeks. some new stuff coming up. Max. Yeah. What kind yeah. of responsibilities come with that? Yeah. So tell us about it. I don't I don't know all the responsibilities yet, but I do know that uh, everybody I've talked to said it's going to be so much harder than than undergrad and and. Um, the amount of time I'll have to allocate to school is going to be severely imbalanced from what what was before. And so I'm going to have to figure that out. And that's been a uh, fairly big stress for me. And actually, when I was getting out of graduate school or getting out of undergrad, when I graduated college, I originally didn't want to go to graduate school, not because I don't enjoy learning, but because I didn't want homework, coach. I didn't want homework. That was the reason. I didn't want that responsibility. Um, so that's the example about it, right? I actually, I'm going to, to school to study user experience design. So for anybody who is listening, if you take a look at our website, you know, that's something I designed with Coach Demo. And that's kind of like the angle I'm going down. And uh, I was really nervous about accepting more responsibility, having to do homework again, um, you know, having to execute on grades. And so those are kind of weights that were on my shoulder that once I graduated undergrad, I was like, I never want to have to deal with this again. But those were external factors, not the internal factors, right? Because the truth is, I want to learn about it. But I was looking for reasons not to. And so it wasn't that it was a no for me. It was just that it was going to be a new step. And so that was a, or it has been a responsibility that I have had to kind of confront. And then, you know, I kind of got over that and said, all right, we'll have to accept homework again and, and those kinds of things. And uh, that's when I applied and I got in and I'm, I'm still a little bit nervous about the whole situation. It's going to be a big responsibility. It's going to be a, a new journey that I hopefully I'm prepared for. I think one way to prepare better is to kind of anticipate some of the responsibilities you already know and can foresee coming, mm. you know, and strategize with those. And then if you don't know which ones are coming, think of the big values, think of the areas where you're going to have to kill and be great and do well and already start staging those bef before they're even there. So you'll yeah. feel more comfortable going into it. Like, okay, I know already this is going to happen. I'm not going to have time for this, this. What am I going to have time for? And I can stage those now and already have kind of a, a, a red line for yourself on where you're not going to cross to maintain balance, maintain, mm. and maintain being good consistently in order for you to be great this coming year. Mm. So, and that comes with a lot of intention, right? As you said, anticipating, being intentional about Yeah. Uh, what happens when when certain circumstances arise inevitably as they always do yeah facts yeah. and uh 
I think the idea here is not to shy away from challenges or things that kind of scare us, but it's just to be prepared for them because we know they're, they're going to happen right. in life, right? That's kind of like the whole thing. But also know that you have the choice. You're choosing responsibilities. So people kind of are blind to that. You're actually choosing your responsibilities with the decisions you make and the choices you make. You're choosing them, okay? So now start looking at things like, hey, there, there's a, when you look at a video game and you're scrolling over the cars, you're scrolling over different guns to have in a shooting game and under it have the attributes. So just think, everything, every time you're looking at something and you have to make a decision, there's a bag under it that's dropping down with all the responsibilities in each decision. Right. If you have that type of Terminator vision, you know, you're playing chess, not checkers, right? I'm like, okay, I know with having a baby, ting, ting, oh, these pop up. All right, can I deal with those or not? I mean, even if I can't, is it worth the risk? Right. <laughs> is it worth the sacrifice, right? Yeah. You know, is that reward, do you want the reward that much? Is that your why, you know? Is your purpose aligned with that award? Is it like a, a pride award or is it a transform, transformational award for thyself? Have you heard of the, like, choose your hard concept? A little bit. So th this idea, you know, is like marriage is hard. Divorce right. is hard. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard yeah. That. Obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Being in debt is hard. Being financially disciplined is hard. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. But you can choose your hard. Right? You can choose the responsibility that comes with it. And so you have to decide for yourself, what kind of life do you want to live and be intentional about it? Right. So I think some major things too, is to be present enough to critical think in these mentally adverse situations that nobody else may not be knowing what's going on, but you, but are you present enough to make these decisions or, or do some critical thinking before those decisions in those moments, right? And that's hard. I mean, we're human. That's hard. Shoot, I got ADD. I'm all over the place. So it's hard. You know, I reflect days after when it's too late. But when we're having these open talks and we're and when you're able to hear these our podcasts and we're able to have these open conversations, we can hold each other accountable. Right. Yeah. Got to have accountability partner. Share that with them. Hey, hold me accountable for this, for these responsibilities, because I want this to happen. Here's what I want in order for me to get this and reach this. I have to be consistently good with these responsibilities. Can you hold me accountable for that once a week? Yeah. And you know what's actually kind of interesting about having like an accountability partner and one of the reasons that I think um, it's so it, it, it can be so difficult to actually cultivate a really strong relationship and have an accountability partner is you need to find somebody who's actually really invested and excited in your success. Right. Because a lot of times, and uh, man, I forget who said this. And, and it's hard because it's not their vision. Right. It's not their vision. <laughs> but, but I forget who said this. But I, I think it was actually Dame. He did it on a freestyle rap where he said, like, um, people will come at your head because they envy what you have. Like good mm -hmm. friends. And so even if you have a really good friend and like strong support network they might not be happy 
to see you grow because they they knew you when you were here this is how they you know think about you when you're at level one or something and you grow and now you're at level two late level three and snoop dogg also talked about this the distance between the two of you now grows people get envious people don't want you to be somebody else right and so the reason it can be really difficult to cultivate a relationship and have a good account accountability partner is that both of you have to be going leveling up together yes that's that's why the more successful you get the smaller your circle gets yeah yeah right <laughs> you know so and and there's only again as we talked about it, a certain amount of time you only have a certain amount of bandwidth in life and so there's this question of do i want to be responsible for you know cultivating so many different relationships and friendships and i have to spend time thinking about all this or do i want like a select group of people who i have a really deep relationship with and then obviously family is really important so that takes up a huge portion of that too like these are the choices you have to make mm. no absolutely setting that environment for the sake of growth responsibility <laughs> responsibility so I think that wraps up our episode, episode 12 of the well, Thyself Podcast. I'll say. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, standing by. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you. So hit us up. Peace.